Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Brooks Broken Broadcast. Today is June 5th, 2022, and today we are talking about happiness. Hello, everybody. It is June 6th. Uh, this podcast was originally recorded June 5th. I just never got around to posting it last night, so I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Well, I already did the intro, so I guess welcome times two. But today, we're talking about happiness and everything around that realm. So, yeah. Um, I don't even know where to start. I have, like, notes, but I don't know where to start. So, let's see. <laughs> oh, I have voice segments that are being sent in. I have one from a friend right now. Her name's Kristen. So, I'm going to add that one in. And then I should be having one that's coming from my boyfriend. But the ultimate question is, can money buy happiness? Now, I'm going to share my thoughts, I'm going to share theirs, and then we're going to speed on with the episode. So, can money buy happiness? I think, excuse me, my bad, I just burped. I think there are two types of happiness. I think there is short-term happiness, and I think there's long-term happiness. And I think money can buy short-term happiness. Now, I'd love to ask, like, somebody who's loaded this question and see their thoughts on it, Um, but I feel like that would kind of be disrespectful. I don't know. Maybe I will. Who knows? But I think that it could buy short-term happiness, and what I mean by short-term happiness is, say somebody's gonna buy a car, and, you know, they love that car, but I think eventually that well, I know. That new car becomes an old car. And then they sell they sell it and they buy a new car. And the reason they're selling this old car, even though it's I'm sure in prime condition, is because it just doesn't make them happy. They're not satisfied with it anymore. They're they're bored of it. And I think that's why money could buy short term happiness. I think long term happiness comes down deep within and you know, the quality of your life. And I have more to share on that later about quality of life and how that really affects you based on my personal experience of quality of life. No, I was not beat as a child. I'm talking about, I guess, medically. Medically? Yeah, that's a word. Medically wise, how that works. At least with me, how that worked. Um, But I think long term comes from deep within and your quality of life and how you're living life and who you surround yourself with. But I'm going to let... Kristen, um, give her take on can money buy happiness. I think that rich people can buy happiness and money can buy happiness because rich people literally get out of everything. Like even in the case of our private school, um, the kids who get in serious trouble, if they aren't rich and aren't donating to the school and aren't, um, on a scholarship or are on a scholarship, then they, get kicked out they get booted but if they're rich and they donate and they're paying full tuition uh they can just kind of get out of jail free card so yeah and it's that way in the real world too even though it sucks but yeah okay thank you kristen for contributing to the podcast i really appreciate it that was very last minute but i do agree that money can buy you out of things. Um, You know, I agree that the people who 
you know, I, I don't want to repeat what Kristen said because she put it perfectly. But, um, yeah, people who pay up front definitely get more um, leeway, I guess, than people who are on scholarships or financial aid. And it's really unfortunate because normally your people who are on financial aid tend to be more, they have more quality to them, if that makes sense, versus the people who aren't, let's say, wealthier, you know, there's no quality to them. They're (laughs) normally terrible people, and I'm not going to speak on that for all rich people because I know people whose parents are wealthy, and they're amazing people, and yeah. So, that is that. But I do want to touch base on the quality of life and how that affects happiness, and I know that's pretty much a given, but... I kind of want to talk about it from my standpoint. I know it's kind of boring because all I do is talk about myself, but I guess that's the whole point of the podcast. I don't know. Not to be like a narcissist or whatever, but I want to talk about it from how I've experienced. Now, we know that COVID happened, and if you know me personally or if you have listened to the previous podcasts, you would know that I was diagnosed with Graves' disease slash hyperthyroidism, but I also haven't talked about it in the podcast, but if you know me personally... You would know that I recently went off birth control, and yeah, so, (laughs) I just find it funny, and yeah, but originally I went on birth control for my acne, my hormonal, my hormonal, my hormonal acne was terrible, especially around my chin, I just, I didn't like it anymore, I hated it, and I wanted to see my other options besides going to like a derm, and my mom suggested birth control. Because it was also convenient not having periods, especially being in sports. Yada, yada, yada. So, went on birth control. And I know that it definitely took a negative impact into my um, happiness. Same with uh, being diagnosed with an autoimmune disease in midst of a pandemic. It was really scary. Um, Because if you know, COVID more so affects the people with autoimmune diseases. So, it was terrifying going from um, being okay if I got COVID to not being okay if I got COVID. So, but I kind of just want to talk about that and the birth control side effects and hyperthyroidism side effects and then stuff like that. So, if you're a girl taking birth control, you probably, probably already know the side effects of birth control, which be, which would be irritability, mood swings, loss of hair, problems with contact lenses, which I find ironic, depression, and weight gain. Um, I'm going to have one of my friends come on and talk about the negative side effects that she experienced taking birth control. Um, We both talked about it, and we actually went off together, and we're currently off together. And I've been off of it for almost two weeks now. Same with her. So we've been doing really good, and... I personally know that my quality of happiness has, you know, shot through the roof. I know I have my moments where my hormones are janked and I, you know, can be not the nicest person in the world, but I definitely have noticed a difference and I just want her to come on and talk about how birth control has negatively affected her. So let's get to it. Hey, it's Abby, and I was probably on birth control for a year and a half, maybe two years, and it was not a good experience for me. I feel like I was making people around me, like, 
I was very sensitive, very sensitive to what people said, like anything could hurt my feelings. And I was not like that before the pill. Also, anxiety, depression were at an all-time high. It was pretty miserable. And probably almost two weeks ago, I stopped taking it. And I can already tell, like, a huge difference. Like, I've been happier, less sensitive. I don't feel like I'm going to have a breakdown at any moment. And it was not worth the clear skin at all. Thank you, Abby. This is the person I went off birth control with two weeks ago. And like she said, she's noticed a difference. And I know I definitely have noticed a difference. Not only, you know, yeah, not only mentally, but physically I have. Um, You know, my acne was not that bad. I've had a period since I've been off of it. And my acne was not nearly as bad as it used to be. But I also have a skincare regimen. So I'll update it. I'll update you guys and let you guys know how that goes but um yeah I just want to break the stigma here stop sexualizing the youth girls more specifically um you know not all girls take birth control as a form of contraceptive you know it's for acne it's for the cramps and I know when I used to tell people like hey I'm on birth control you know I just kind of got like a weird glare And I stopped telling people I was on it because that's not the reason I was on it. It wasn't for like the sex and not to get pregnant or anything like that. So I wish people would stop thinking that's why girls are on it, you know? Um, but yeah, being on the pill definitely is not worth the acne. And I have to say it definitely was not having, not worth not having periods, if that makes sense. You know, this last period wasn't bad. I did have some painful cramps. Um, but it wasn't that bad, you know, and I feel more free being off of it. I know some people who take meds, you know, at least when I was on methylmazole for hyperthyroidism and on birth control, I just didn't like, didn't like taking pills for my body to work. You know, I wanted my body to work on its own and I was tempted to stop taking my meds, but the reason I didn't was because I didn't want to feel crappy again. But I have to say that the birth control wasn't worth it. And, you know, if you're doing it for the skin portion of it, like me and Abby did, I have to say, please look for other options before you go to birth control. You know, I know everybody, not every girl has a bad birth control experience. You know, I know some people who really like their birth control and I just happen to not like it. Same with Abby. And I just don't feel compelled to look for other birth control options you know it really hasn't been that bad and I just know I'm happier overall and I have missed this Brooke it's been a long almost two years without her and I've missed her and I know some people have missed her and I just have I felt like a terrible person when I was on it just you know I wasn't happy with myself so that is about that, but I talked about the, um, uh, what was it called? Symptoms. Symptoms? Side effects. Side effects of birth control, like irritability? Yes. Check off. Mood swings? Yes. Loss of hair? Yes. 
problems with contact lenses. Now I know Abby doesn't have this problem because she can see, but I do. I had to switch from monthlies to dailies, but also another factor that ties in that ties into that with me is hyperthyroidism makes your eyes dry, depression, yes, weight gain. I did not personally experience weight gain, and I don't want to speak for Abby, but I think when we were talking about it, she didn't either. So, yeah. But we're going to move on from the birth control portion because I'm sure my male audience is quite uncomfortable or they've clicked away already. So we're going to move on, and we're going to go to, you know, let's talk about friends. I know I've lost friends and I know I've gained friends. Looking looking back on my freshman year, I had like 15 friends and now I have like maybe two or three on a good day, five maybe. But it, honestly, five's way too much in my opinion. I like having not a lot of friends. You know, it's less drama. I've went through like no drama this year. It's been great. And I just, you know, the people especially younger people but even people my age who might be struggling with this who have not realized it yet surround yourself with good people um and I know sometimes you become blind to people when they're treating you badly more specifically about relationships you know if your friends are telling you you know this person's not very good for you most of the time kind of take it I know you're going to be biased about it but take it um But surround yourself with good people who bring out the best in you. Because when people bring out the worst in you, they typically use that against you. And that's not who you are. You know, you're your greatest assets. And, you know, everybody has flaws. So surround yourself with good people. Um, And I also find it, you know, I like it. I like being alone now. Middle school Brooke would not agree. She hated being alone. I don't know why, but I I do have to say that I was probably dependent on my friends to make me happy. And that's I've slowly realized that that's not how that works. And I know how to well at least with being off birth control, I've you know I can make myself happy without other people. But I'm not saying get rid of everybody in your entire life. Don't do that. You know it's good to have friends and. You know, but find things that you like to do and stuff like that. Find stuff that you like to do, hang out with your friends, um, find new hobbies, whatever it takes to make you happy. Do it. Of course, not illegal things. Maybe like arson. Don't do that. (laughs) But, um, yeah. And all I have to say is that I'm excited. Oh, it's 11-11. Make a wish. I'll wait. Okay, cool. So, hope you made a wish. Don't tell anybody, because then it won't come true. But um, I'm excited personally for the new path that I'm on. If you watched my last episode, you know that I'm officially a high school graduate. And I know that leaving high school has just made me happier. I'm sick of the people, as everybody probably is. Is? Are? Probably everybody probably no is yeah oh my gosh but I'm excited to meet new people and to go on a new adventure 
And um, yeah, if you don't know, also, I signed to a D2 college, so I'm excited for the next level of sports, but also literally pooping my pants. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Very excited for this new path, and I can tell that the old brook, the happy brook at least, is coming back. And, you know, I feel like I slowly am getting my personality back. Um, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, you can find me on Instagram at a.brook, that's E-Y-Y.brook, on TikTok at Big Booty Brook, or even on uh, Spotify. Obviously, this is probably where you're listening it from, listening it to from sure at brooks broken broadcast i hope you enjoyed this episode about happiness um i know it was kind of all over the place but i also have another episode planned that's maybe kind of controversial considering i went to a religious private school that i know some people aren't gonna like because i have different views um you can kind of probably tie that together what the next episode's gonna be about but yeah so i hope you enjoyed and see you guys in the next one Peace out. Hi, everybody. This is my last end segment, I swear. But sorry this episode was so short. Uh, If I would have pushed it longer, it would have consisted of me rambling about random stuff. So I think it was a good place to cut it off. Also, sorry to my male audience if this episode made you uncomfortable, but I don't think it should. And if you have a girlfriend that is on birth control, please go give her a hug. Um, I hope this gave you a little insight to what she's going through. And I don't want to speak for every woman, but, you know, just go give her a hug anyway. She loves you. And uh, thank you to my guests, uh, Kristen and Abby. You guys made this podcast way better if it was um, just me rambling. So thanks for coming on and talking about your experiences. And, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you guys in the next one.